Krom. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. Uh, yeah, so you guys can do that. So you're coming up on that cave, and let me let me flip to the correct portion of the module before I give you any more information. So give me just a second. You're running a module? <laughs> I thought this Scandalous. Was all, I thought this was all coming out of your head. That's right. It's all magic. I came up with it. John, it sounds we like there's a bird over there. Die. No, we're not. We haven't died yet. <laughs> yet. That's true. We could have. That ogre. That ogre, though. That ogre. Do, 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 do. The sun might shine, the wind might blow. But the day's not over. Till the ogre. <laughs> <laughs> it's that ogre. Do, 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 do. That was pretty good. We should write TV for a, a blind run. Yeah, this this is the ogre sitcom. That ogre. <laughs> Just another day that here. Ogre in my... is is performed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, when you gonna get? When are you gonna get a real job, Sam? <laughs> Damn it, Linda. <laughs> Sam the ogre. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Linda the Ogress. Remember those uh, the RV people at uh, cr- in Cross Plains? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I don't know why I just You're thought right. of They are a good inspiration for this. Yep, <clears throat> it's them. Okay, gang. So I think we are ready to rock and roll. The sun might shine, the wind might blow. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so it is starting to to rain really hard. As as I mentioned, you're able to get under a relatively large tree. There's some smaller ones in this area, and this this portion of the woods is a little bit denser with with the trees in the area. Uh, you can see the entrance in front of you. Are you guys like like bracing up and, and, and tying off the ponies and then heading inside? Is that what yes, you're doing? Yeah, that's what I'd like okay. to do. So you, you get your way towards the entrance and uh, you're you're overcome with a smell uh, not unlike carrion. You smell rotten rottenness uh, from this cave entrance that's in front of you. Not fresh rottenness. No, it's it smells like uh, like deadness that's mm. that's a bit older. Oh. We did leave a lot of dead creatures in here. That's well, we haven't been in this one. Oh, this is a new one. I'm sorry. Yep. No. It, and it may connect to the one that we 
were in before, but yeah, we haven't been into this this cave entrance. So, okay, fine. Um, I want to get up into the uh, the mouth of the cave and okay. blink, 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 and let my eyes adjust to the dimness. Okay. And, and maybe, uh, are we going to light torches or have our lanterns or what? Yeah, hopefully we can get some stuff lit now that it's all wet. Yeah, I'm going to say you have the forethought to have, have yeah. kept your your lightable materials relatively dry and maybe wrapped up in an oily yeah. rag, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, you can you can easily get something lit here within the, the entrance of this foul-smelling uh, cave. Yeah, let's get lit. <laughs> okay, so uh, as far as marching order, are we sticking with what was previous or are we changing it up? I say we stick with the same. Okay, so I've got Yodis in the front, then Alois next, and then Furka, and then Gustav at the back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, you guys enter in caboose to an area that just smells just just horrible. It's horrid in here. Uh, it's dark, and at your feet, this place looks like a like a disturbed. Cairn. Like there's, there are bones and rags and uh, putrefying flesh just strewn out. It's not to say that it's just heaped up with dead things, but all about your feet, you're seeing bits and pieces of of flesh and humanoids. So, uh, can, yeah. If we walk carefully, can we avoid stepping on it, or is it just kind of inevitable that you're going to crunch on? No, something no. Gross? You you certainly could do that. It's not like you're walking on like a mountain of bones. It's that you look to your left and holy crap, I think that's a foot. And over there to the right, that's a that's a bit of like leather jerkin, and I see something uh, underneath it. And over there, I can see the the bit of a breastplate, and there's a portion of a shoulder sticking out. That kind of thing. Like Ed Guide's house. Yeah, that's that's a probably that's a that's a good comparison. I've never been. This to is Gang's pleasant. House. We should make this the summer home. Needs drapes. Well, this is creepy. I'm a little unnerved by it. I won't lie. I'm not. Payroon is with us. Payroon is with us. So you want to keep going in? Yeah. Well, seems like a place that Payroon needs to cleanse. We'll work on that. I brandish my mace. <laughs> so this large room, uh, you can. This is this is not. There's no there's no rooms and doors here. Basically, you have a portion of the cave that branches off to the north, and then there's a portion of the cave that branches off to the left and sort of opens up into a couple like little corridor avenues. So, are you going to the north or to the south? Which way, boss? Um, <clears throat> so it goes north, and there's one that branches off to the south, and then two that go more or less further on in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll look around. So there's just crap all over the place in here. There's. Is it. Are the walls pretty smooth? Uh, yes, they are smooth and wet, and it's a bit drippy in here. So you have bits of puddling in the area and maybe that's like lending to some of the the carrion smell it's a bit more putrefied as opposed to like desiccated flesh it's like you know if you had a rotten hamburger thrown in the corner it would start to get a little bit green after a while think about that with like some sort of humanoid like thigh bone 
Mm. Okay. What if we go? I mean, what if we go north? Okay. Yeah, it okay. seems like any direction is going to be as good as the next. So you guys strike out that direction. You don't have to go very far. I mean, basically another twenty feet in your uh, torches. And are we using torches here? Um, I'm going to say yes that I lit my torch. Okay. Uh, does and I'm, bring, I'm bringing up the the end, so I don't know what they're yeah. doing at the front. So what? Do, how are you guys seeing, uh, Yotis? I'll hold up a torch. Okay, so we have two torches, and I guess Alois probably has his bow drawn, so he's not necessarily holding anything. And Furka yeah. is in the middle, so he's able to use the light. So we've got a torch on the front and a torch on the back. Uh, Yotis, as you're coming into this area, you notice that it's very wet. And basically all the walls and the floor have a sheen from this dampness. There's a large pool of shallow water. Uh, just basically out to the north like this cabin or I'm sorry this cavern opens up into a room that's probably about 30 by I don't know 40 and uh, there's a wetness to the area just pretty much the northern reaches so I'll I'll flesh that out here in a second and show you guys but but just suffice to say probably two-thirds of the cavern is relatively is relatively wet you can you know if you if you're sort of standing there and you're taking stock you hear dripping bits that uh, waters, you know, waters falling into the shallow pool. If you if you wave your torch over it, you see a couple blind cave fish that skitter out of view as the light, you know, shines a little bit of of of, of illumination on them. Uh, and that's what you see. It's very quiet in here, with the exception of the dripping water, and you don't necessarily see so much dead stuff in here so much as something that's a wet cavernous room any exits not that you can see just no. the one we came in yep, okay that's right um i i don't think we should stay in this room <laughs> yeah it seems like it's pretty empty well i think there's something in the, the water ceiling? how high is it uh it is out of your reach so like you come into this room and it opens up a bit more Almost as if this this cavern has has slowly melted away, as if the stone has has changed over time and just sort of sort of gone away. So so the you could say hold up an arrow above your head and you still wouldn't be able to touch the top of the cavern ceiling if you were in the middle of the cavern. But along the edges, of course, it it comes down like a dome. Does that make sense? Well, we can at least see it with torchlight. Oh yeah, certainly. It's it's okay. not it's not a monstrous cavern. Cavern. It's not like okay. you're entering into a majestic cave. It's more of a very uh, uh, wet portion of a cave that's that's growing and living. I want it to be a really majestic cave after that gross front room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm turning around since I've been the back. I'm going to turn around and head back into the main the front room here. Okay. Okay. And uh, wait for my compatriots. Okay. Yotis, yeah. Alois, what's up? Yeah. We'll just follow him. I mean, we, we'll be able to hear him and see the torchlight. Yes, but I, I need you to tell me where you are so that when the monster attacks, I know if you're right. in the room or not. <laughs> you got to give me more information. No, I, I know. <laughs> because I if you leave it to me, I'm going to make it worse for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're bloodthirsty, dude. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm so doing. So I'm at the back of the line now. Yep. Yeah. We've, we've we've flipped around, and, and I'm just filing back into the front room, and we'll decide. I'm okay. waiting for you guys 
I want to put my back up against Aloysius and I'll face the other direction as we get out of here. We're close. We can do that, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are back in the area that's a bit stinky, and now it's a matter of... Initiatives? No, no. I mean, it's still <laughs> it's still relatively quiet and okay. super stinky. Now it's a matter of, do you explore further or do you head back out the yeah, entrance? I've, I've got a copy now. Um, you just so wanna, this is all water. You just want to go in a clockwise fat or counterclockwise? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's go to the top that's uh, heading over to the west. Okay, so you're able passage. you're able to get back in there, and once you kind of clear what I presented to y'all as like the 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 corridor entrance, it opens up, and you can you can see that it kind of dead ends basically with about a a twenty foot deep alcove, okay. uh, and here there's more grizzly remains. You can actually begin to see uh, both kobolds and goblins uh, bits and pieces. And I guess the way you know that is through seeing like a long enough armor leg of a kobold that you know it's hairy and dog-like, and you see the, the misshapen skull of a goblin that's, that's littered here. So, so those humanoids are dead. And any skulls with ears on them? Uh, yeah, there are. There, I mean, you could you see at least that goblin skull that I mentioned, and if you poke around, you would find uh, a kobold skull within the area too. And and they I are. I think it's ears. Just yeah, they're fresh because, enough that you could get them. All right. So they're fresh. Yeah. Well, enough. Like enough. <laughs> like they're not just sloughing off. Like you could cut them off and presumably pass them off as. Uh, monsters that you killed a couple days before when you were here. Okay. Because it was about, what, like three or four days that you spent at the keep? Right. So we're talking about week-old monsters. That's that's about right. It's not lying, per se. It's just in place of monsters we can't get back to. Still good. Starting to turn. Okay. Um, let's spend a few minutes. Like, I'm, I'm thinking five. Okay. Chopping off your yeah. ears. Looking cool. around for any kind of, like... Items, gold, shiny stuff in this room while yep. he's doing that. Uh, you can recover uh, three gold pieces and two gold pieces because if you kick around enough, you're going to come across at least a couple coin purses. Uh, so uh, that's that's the, the treasures you find here. Okay. I'll add it to the pool. Wait, are there any... Wait, we're... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, are there any gnaw marks, or can we tell like anything That's... from the bones? Oh, sorry. When we look at these, do they look like they killed each other in a war, or do we see teeth marks? That's a good question. Give me one second. Sorry, John. We, no, I, at... we were on the same path, man. He's got to look and see if this thing has teeth, or if it dissolves its prey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, rent limb from limb. Right. Yeah, you. Uh... You start investigating. So you've got that goblin that you took its ear, you know, and it has like a like a half ass like like skull cap that it was wearing, and you sort of pull that to the side, and you see that whatever did this damage, it was no edged blade. This was an animal attack, pure and simple. This animal uh, gnawed half of this goblin's head off. I guess just to like put it in something we would understand, like. Uh, a pit bull like latching onto a football and just like ripping <laughs> ripping a, a a bit out of it that's what it looks like happened to this goblin's skull uh 
if you look around at some of the various appendages, you know, there's bones jutting out. Those bones have been crushed and broken, and clearly a lot of force was used to to sever these appendages. Awesome. Okay, good to know. Big monster. So I'm ready to explore the next passage. Are you guys? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like one of us is going to get a new cloak out of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, so you get into it and you notice it opens up about the same, and it's okay. the same kind of thing. Like you're getting basically just like a carrion littered uh, wet cave here. This is clearly something's lair that you're in. Uh, and you get into that second room. You're all standing around, and what are you doing? Uh, same, looking for gold. Okay, so looking for ears. There's there's a moment where you're all sort of surveying <laughs> your around surroundings. Like maybe Alois takes a couple steps away and he's looking around for something to to cut an ear off of, uh, and Gustav and Furka and uh, Yodis all sort of you know reach various parts of the chamber, and it's like everybody stops, kind of. Uh, there's there's a little bit of synchronicity here in the room like it stops and it's quiet and you hear the dripping water that I've mentioned previously and you hear the sound of something asleep uh, deep deep breathing that seems to be slightly echoing in this chamber in this chamber with us uh, well no you hear it in the chamber okay, that but you're in but you can from... see yeah you can see everywhere that okay. you're in here uh, like again this room is probably 20 by 20 so your your single torch fills the area uh, but there's something in the that final the chamber. adjoining room yeah okay. there's something asleep I have a qu- I have an idea thief I have an idea thief okay move silent I'm, I'm move I have listen move silently into that room and see what it is and don't wake it up. I, I can do that. Okay. Like <laughs> slugs, man. This is a bad idea. No, it's a great. No, no, no. It's a great idea. This is. I'm, I'm going to do that. Can you guys uh, kind of <laughs> get to the entrance with a little bit of light so I can see in there just a little bit? Yes, absolutely. That's how it works. Okay. How about we just set you on fire? No, no, no. No, no, no. Same effect. No, no, no. I've got heal spells. I can, I can reattach whatever limbs he loses. <laughs> what is my oh my move silently is 30 percent. i've got a one in three chance of making this that is awesome that is awesome good odds i so like you, it so you are slipping and sliding to the best of your thief thief-like abilities uh and we'll say you're sort of hugging a wall too so while there's a little bit of like uh shadowy flickery light that's that's penetrating into this room it's not quite deep enough in for you to see what's around the corner. Oh, there is there a bend in it? Yep. Uh. Should we have tied a rope to him? Yeah. <laughs> so where I have that I X, okay. that's kind of how it how it bends. But yeah. Alois, okay. you're getting to the edge of the flickery light, and that that breathing, whatever it is that's asleep. It is right around the corner, and and this thing that's asleep, it is not, uh, it's not a humanoid. It's not like you know your fat old uncle snoring. It's more like labored breathing of a large animal. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back out to. to <laughs> that's probably smart. And, 
and tell them to like kind of move into it just to get some of that light bouncing around the corner because I okay. can't see what it is. And then yep. I'm going to go okay. back and, and wait for them. I'll do that. I'll, I'll uh, move in silent, uh, as, as carefully as possible. I don't uh-huh. know how you want to mitigate that. Um, and given that I'm a cleric and I'm wearing heavy yeah. armor and everything. Right. Um, and I'm going to bring my torch and I'm going to follow right behind and I'm going to stay back a little bit. And uh-huh. I'm going to say, okay, you got this. <laughs> so you're kind of like bringing the torch around and you're yes. a little bit clinky and clanky uh, yes, with I'm, your, with your, with your walking. I'm, like the, though, tin, I'm yeah. like the tin man. Yeah. Even though you're trying to keep quiet, I mean, there's just no way around it. So you're making some noises so you can hear the breathing of this thing hitch. And, uh, there's a, there's a deep exhale. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna like I'm gonna motion like no 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 stop stop. <laughs> I've got okay. my ma- I've got my mace out. Mace is out. Mace drawn. So uh, you hear the weight of something adjusting in the other room. We're we're just gonna chill and, and stay real quiet for a couple couple seconds here. See if it falls back to sleep. Okay. Uh, you hear yeah, you hear yeah. the no, equ- that thing's awake. The equivalent of like. Uh, something covered in a in a giant bear rug like maybe you know a, a thousand fifteen hundred pounds worth of sinewy like muscle sort of rubbing against the floor like something heavily furred and you can see basically the ass end of a bear that's starting to like turn around it's a oh, big shit. bear that's is a it, bear it, that's it, a big bear is it like obviously awake yet uh, oh yeah, it's it's awake. It's like basically trying to like stand up and circle around in a room that's large enough to contain it, but just barely so. We have to go. Oh, I was going to run up Let's on the back and try to get an advantage on it while it's kind of stuck. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you could do that for sure. Like I'm, as I'm it is right now, and, yeah. And just oh, I'm going to use the, the this is such the a bad idea size of the room to our advantage before it can like really get moving. Yeah. I mean, and, and so the way that we'll play this is you guys have basically uh, got the drop on this bear, so you can you can have the equivalent of like all of you can get a free action in on the ass okay. end of this thing before it gets spun around. Okay. And so we'll can, start can with Gustav and I like swap places. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm gonna. I've got a, a lit torch. I'm gonna try to shove up it up its bear ass. So. I'm a big bear. <laughs> you could be a big bear too. It's the <laughs> bear necessities. Those simple bear necessities. Okay, so go ahead and make your attack roll, Alois. And uh, we talked about you having a bow out, but is that what you're using here? You have enough room to wield it. I'm going to say appropriately. But if you mm. wanted, if you wanted to like be drawing your sword and 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 making that attack, you can. It's just that your bow is going to be out of commission. What, what what would it take to actually jump on its back? I feel like the safest place to be is where its paws aren't. Uh, well, first answer me the question about your bow. Uh, 
I was gonna drop the bow and run at it with a sword. Okay, so your bow's on the ground. I, I, I do want, I wanted to jump on it. Yeah. Okay. So you've got your bow and your arrow are 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 on the ground. At this point, you see your opportunity. I'm gonna say it's pretty easy for you to to jump on the back of this thing and ride it. Uh, and and we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna call it a straight like three a three d six dexterity check. Basically, uh, you're a dexterous thief. This should be an easy thing for you to do. So roll three d six under your decks and you'll succeed on doing it. If not, we're going to say that you, you miss it and you're sort of like sliding down the side of it. Okay. Don't miss five. Okay. So that's well under. So you're on this thing. Now the way we're going to play it from here on is like, it's, you're going to have to basically ride this thing. (laughs) And I don't know for sure how that's going to, how that's going to ultimately play out. But as it awesome. stands right That's now, right. it's not going to be able to move very easily. So now you've got your uh, your your curved blade, your scimitar-like sword. Go ahead and make your attack. And since you've got the drop on this thing, and um, you're clearly like backstabbing it by definition, you're going to go ahead and get a plus eight to your attack roll. Oh, nice. Okay, let's roll a d twenty. Yep. Nineteen. Okay, so that was a nineteen oh, plus with five. No. 24. Okay, so a 24 to hit. Okay, so give me just a second to make sure I've got this marked up as far as where the attacks need to be on this thing. Yeah, if, if you this miss This will be my that, one hit then... for the game, and then, uh, then I'll miss. Okay, so just so you guys know, you all are third level. You're going to need to roll a 14 or better to hit this thing. Oh, okay. Uh, it's big. You can hit it. <laughs> uh, and it's not... Well, I mean, we'll 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 play it out here in a second, but <laughs> okay. Okay, so you hit. Go ahead and roll your damage, Alois. Or actually, with your thieving backstabbing, I think it's just max damage. Oh, uh, I'll take that. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play it basically like a crit. So we're gonna play it as max damage. Uh, okay. So so how much is that? Six. Okay, so six and no. Uh, no bonuses on that. Not bad. Yeah, so you do some damage to this thing. You bring your sword down right into its haunch, and it lets out a a roar. And it just reverberates throughout the cavern here. Anything else that might have been in this cavern is woke up at this point in time. <laughs> so so that was your that was your action. Then the backstabbing. Yeah. yeah. If you're cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so now that was Alois. Uh, and you are riding this thing, Alois. Uh, the next person awesome. that we will have is going to be Gustav. Yep. Um, yep. Gustav, Furka, and then uh, uh, Yodas at the, at the back. Uh, I run up behind the bear. Uh huh. And I swing my mace. Okay. That's a pleasant image. It, it won't know what hit it. <laughs> I rolled an 18, and my composite score is a 19. So that thing takes how much damage? Four big points of damage. All right. Okay, so at this point we have Alois on top of it. Uh, we have uh, Gustav like right up there, just basically thundering its its ass with the mace, like just bam hits it. <laughs> and now we have Furka. What is Furka doing with this? <laughs> oh, uh, I have Furka's thing going. Yeah. Um, 
Ferk is going to stay back a little bit and throw a javelin at it. Okay. So uh, he's actually throwing it yeah. at it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope I don't get hit. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to do the, the, the 50% rule here for Alois, for any sort of, of like ranged attacks. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so 50, 50. So go, I mean, go ahead and roll to hit and then let's roll the, the 50% on top of that. Uh, do you want me to roll percentiles or do you want me to roll a D6? We'll kind of? roll the, roll the attack first okay. and let's see if it even hits. Fair enough. Uh, he got a 15. Okay. So he hits. So now go ahead and roll like a D6 and one through three. He hits the monster one. Okay. So he hits the monster. So go ahead and roll his damage. Okay. And that is a D6. Six points of damage. Okay. Man, you guys are, like, just shanking this thing. So at this point, it's got a javelin stuck out of it. Uh, bones definitely cracked, and the haunch was sliced open like a Christmas ham by Alois. And at this point, it's getting pretty dang crowded around this critter. And what are you going to do, Gustav? There's room. There's room. That's why Africa held back. There's room up by the head end. Is there room? I guess I should uh, ask. Yeah, there, there, there is there. room, and that's and that's a good point. Like if if Yodis was to be coming up, he would be like standing askew of the way this thing is like spinning around. Okay, so I'm at the head end. Is is that where you're going? Uh, yeah. Okay, so so you're there, and you have your axes drawn. Uh, you come up to the side of this thing. Uh. And Gustav, this is not a bear. Gustav or Yodis? Oh, Yodis. This thing is, it looks like a bear, but it has a monstrous bird-like beak on the front end. And it looks like you took the, the head of a barred owl and like glued it onto a grizzly bear. Is it out there? Yeah. Is there a way that you can kill it with your axe without crushing the skull? Because that would look sick. So go ahead, go ahead and roll your damage, uh, or I'm sorry, roll your attack here, uh, Yodis. Roll d20. Yep, roll a d20. You need to get over 14 to hit. Oh no, a nine. Okay. So your first one misses. Go ahead, and you said you were attacking with both your axes, so you can roll for the second one, but it's at a minus four. Minus four. What was that nine with your bonuses? It won't be enough. Oh yeah, it wouldn't be enough. What is it minus? Four. Minus four. I had 18 minus four. Yep, so you miss. Uh, so you whiff, whiff, and you are staring down. Wait, I thought, I thought we 14. needed a 14. But I thought you said, uh, so what did you roll? 18 minus four. Okay, so you hit 14. with your second one. So go ahead and roll damage. Yes. Six. Okay, so you do six damage to this thing. Uh, Eat, steal, bird owl. Bear thing. <laughs> so you are able to bring that second axe down and bury it deep within the uh, like the, I was the front for like end right of here. this thing. Yeah, yeah. So you're able to get that axe into it, you know, wishbone area of this giant owl bear. This thing is huge, dude. Like when I say that it's an owl head on a grizzly bear, that owl head is bigger than your head. Its beak could certainly latch on and just take you take you to town uh so just to be clear you're making fun of the size of my head that's, in this just, <laughs> that's, that's exactly a, that is, right then that is a big head yep and so the owlbear is now going the owlbear is now going to take his attack hoot hoot so john your ac is a four is that right 
Yeah. This thing is rearing and takes multiple attacks at you, John. Yotus. <laughs> Yotus, please. Yotus, if you're nasty. You can't see me. That's right. Well, I can. So this thing is kind of rearing up and slashes at you with both of its two front paws and also rawr, just comes at you with, the, with, its, with its massive beak. Uh, the two claws make contact, but you're able to dodge the beak. Oh, shit. You take 12 points of damage from this thing, claw, claw, right across your mid sort of torso. This thing bites through your armor and, and leaves you a bloody mess on the front end. Okay. Uh, and that's a round. So this thing at this point is trying to stand up and it, and it will like it, there's nothing stopping it. Uh, Alois, you're on its back. I guess the way that we should play this is it's going to be exceedingly hard for you to be, on the back of like a humanoid because it's going to be standing up, but I think you could still do it. So go ahead and roll five D six and get under your decks. Ah, roll 20 and I have a dex of 18. Yeah. So, so, it so you, you fall off the back end, but you're nimble enough that you don't like just totally lose it. I mean, you are now separated from the party because it's the owlbear has turned around and is like standing and looming over, uh, Yotis and, uh, Furka and Gustav. And you're now sort of behind it because it's spun. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm still, I'm still behind it. So that's, that's, nice. that's right. Yeah, you are there. Uh, and so you're, and it's not that you're cut off. You could, you could slip around this thing. There's ample enough room to do it, but you know, this thing was a 1500 pound, uh, creature that was laying down sleeping. It was taking up a lot of real estate on the ground floor, but now that it stood up, it's more like that troll. Like it's, it's, okay. it's in this open cavern and there's just enough room for it to really sort of stand up and, and breathe. But, uh, but there's not much more room. Oh, this is fine. I feel like I'm in a good position uh, on its backside. That's fine. Okay, so at this point, uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the next round. So we're going to be following more proper combat sequence. So as a first step, is anybody doing any movements uh, to get into a better position uh, from where they are currently standing? Not if I can still... Swing and hit it. You can. So um, y- you and Yotis are there, like, in front of it, and Furka is a bit behind. That's fine. But he, he can, since this thing is so tall, he can clear our height with a javelin, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's the truth, yeah. Okay. Yep. So he's not going to move either. Yep. So so he's there, and then we have Alois there at the back. You can't, you can't. If you wanted to move past the creature and get back with your, your posse, you could, or you can stay where you're at. I'm I'm good where I'm at. Okay, they can take the front uh, end. The back seems where the thief should be. Okay, does anybody uh, is anybody going to be using any uh, missile attacks? And I guess specifically Furka. Furka is going to throw a javelin. Okay, so he can go ahead and make a throw at this thing. Yep, thirteen. Yeah, so he just barely whiffs. So that javelin that he has just sort of skirts past the 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 massive owl head of this creature and and clatters against the back wall of the cavern okay is anybody doing any sort of magic and i guess specifically our cleric is that is that going to happen or anything um i take a glance at uh 
at Yodas and see how injured I perceive him to be. Uh, Yodas, do you want to answer that? I mean, you took a pretty big hit, but I can't. I mean, you uh, can, that, feel free to say. 12. I'm at 15. Okay. Uh, yes, I'm going to give him a cure lot of wounds. Okay. And he's like right there, so you yeah. can lay on hands and, oh, holy Jesus. He gets <laughs> four points. You get four points back. Dang. <laughs> okay. And now, hand-to-hand combat. Uh, we are dealing with presumably Alois and Yodis at this point. So, Alois, what are you doing? I'm gonna stab him. Okay, so you stab. Go ahead and make your attack, please. Um, since I'm behind him, am I gonna get the plus four for backstabbing or no? If you can sneak up on a victim completely unnoticed, you get a backstab. That is not uh, the case anymore. I'm, not sure I'm completely unnoticed yeah. at this no. point. No. <laughs> if the intended victim sees, hears, or is war- warned of the thief's approach, the attack is not a backstab. It is a regular attack. So as it stands okay. here, you're just hacking and slashing just like Yodas is. 19 again. Okay, oh, so geez. that hits. So go ahead and roll your damage, please. Four. Okay. So you do some more damage to this thing. It's not that it's... It's not like the troll. You had a hard time actually busting the skin of that thing. This critter, you can you can cut that meat. Like, you can get in there. Uh, so you're not having a problem. It's just that this is, this is a monster, hulking, like, straight-up, like, killer that's, that's it's, now it's staring It's just going to take a lot of cuts to kill it. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, so Yodis, what's up with you? Death to the bear. <laughs> okay, swing, swing. <laughs> 17. Okay, so that hits with the first nice. one. Go ahead and roll your second attack. At, again, that's at a minus four. Uh yeah no I miss okay so your first one so your first one hits so go ahead and roll damage there two okay so you do two right whatever your strength bonus is oh two plus two four okay so you're able to do some more damage to this thing it's it is looking rough you guys have like been just pounding on it over over a short order basically you snuck up on a sleeping bear it came awake and then everybody just started stabbing uh and that's been happening for like what the past like 15 20 seconds Mm. and so it's like stab 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 you're doing damage to this thing but it's still standing and it is like fully fully standing and uh yodis you are right in front of it and it is attacking you hold fast brothers we shall feast on owlbear (laughs) never had owlbear good with chicory as before both of the claws this thing is taking three attacks per round so it's claw claw bite the claws are just raking across at this point it's standing up so it's just coming down like in a downward fashion it's like the the most monstrous like freddy krueger bitch slap you've ever (laughs) you've ever encountered from a 1500 pound bear creature it's just and it comes down (laughs) and does uh 12 points again to you uh and it comes at you with its giant beak and you're able to sort of juke to the side and avoid that but you still do take 12 points this turn i'm your boyfriend now nancy (laughs) come here yodis (laughs) better kill it this next time yeah no joke yeah so that takes us around the round uh now we're back again and at this point we're gonna we're gonna continue to to proceed along the the combat sequence so is anybody wanting to move at this point no so this thing is moving forward it's lumbering but it's coming forward and we'll all be able to take 
attacks because it's not going to move like any further like out of range. It's basically going to be able to get past you and down the corridor, uh, but it is going to move. Uh, okay. Not if we can. So we'll say that's basically where the circle with the, the cross hatching, that's where the owlbear is now. Okay. And then the X's that are nearest are everyone with the exception of Alois, and he's a little bit slightly around the corner. But at this point, Alois, you can, you know, you can be following suit uh, behind right. this thing. Uh, can I pick up my bow on the way past? Yes, you could, you could certainly do that, and you would be able to start firing on it, just not this round. So the next time around, you'll be okay. able to, to lay in. So if you want to say that that's what your action is for the round, that would make perfect sense. You're basically picking up this thing's footsteps and picking up your, your bow and arrow that were dropped and readying it for the next time around. Yes. Okay, so so that makes sense. So th- those, those are movements. At this point... Uh, is Furka doing any sort of ranged attack with his yeah, with his he'll lance? Yeah, throw, throw a javelin. Okay. And so, uh, and he has plenty of javelins. From what I recall, he had like a, he had a whole six, sling so of them. This yeah. is this is the third one that cool. he's thrown. So he's like quick draw with his. He's just letting him go. <laughs> yeah, it's a semi-automatic javelin <laughs> dispenser. Uh, Green javelin. Ah, uh, he misses. He okay. rolled, a, rolled a four. It's all right though. It's the. He's getting those aerial attacks that are that are chipping away at this thing occasionally. So so that one misses. Uh, is there any magic? Uh, is the cleric going to do anything? Yeah, the cleric is going to give uh, Yotus another another jolt. Don't waste your spells on me. Uh, we have to keep you alive, sir. You're the tank. Uh, that it would be two HP back. Okay. Remember that we have some healing potions if you need an extra... Uh, I don't know how many hit points you have, but I have be... nine now. Yeah, that thing's doing twelve damage to you each turn. So, do I have a healing potion, or are they all with you? We all rationed them out. Remember? Yeah. You should. You should have those on your on your character sheets at this yep. point. I see that now. Yeah. So, how, how so many does it say you have? One. Okay. How much does it give me? One d six. Does this take up my whole turn? Am I not allowed to attack if I drink it, one of these? That is correct. Yeah. Yes. So I should do that, Gustav? Uh, if you want to stay alive. Oh, okay. How much does it give me back? You roll a d6. I roll yeah. a d6? Yep, one six-sided die. Okay, I got two more. <laughs> uh, plus one. All right. Cool. Okay, so at this point, that's everyone's actions, and the owlbear is further... Is, for, is basically, you know, at this point within reach of an attack but it's it's moved away but he's going to be able to continue to take a swipe at this point he is now closest to Furka mm. right mm. so he's going to go ahead and take an attack at Furka okay his should AC be. is 6 yeah so this may be where Furka dies yeah all of our friends die <laughs> this thing Claws and claws and bites at Furka and okay. all of them deal damage. Okay. Five plus two. Oh wait, and the last one. Did I do it right? I don't know. Five plus two. You're just yeah. throwing dice yeah. around back there. Five plus two plus three. Okay. So he does ten total to okay. Furka. That's that's pretty substantial, I think, for Furka, right? Yep, it hurts. Yeah. So he is hurt. Uh, and this thing rah, just just squawks right in his face, 
and is in all of his majestic owlbear glory, just <laughs> right to, right now dwarfing over Furka. I want him uh, to hoot. <laughs> 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 That's ridiculous. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even scarier in a way. <laughs> okay, so we are now back around, and we're at the movement phase. I guess it makes sense that the owlbear would move first, right? Because it has a clear path out, and I should present the opportunity for you guys to follow if you want to, right? Because that is that's what we're going to do here. So the owlbear is going to take another uh, 25 to 30 steps towards the entrance of the cave, away from you all. Uh, But it's clearly not running away. It's just retreating and watching you guys. Okay. And so with movement, yeah, does any, is anybody else, uh, uh, moving or are you holding your positions? This is where it is complicated because if, if, uh, Yotus moves, I'm going to move so that I can cast another cure spell on him. So it, it largely depends on what Yotus does. Yeah. So what do you want to do? Yotus as you're standing, the owlbear is retreating. Are you going to follow suit or are you going to hang back next to your compatriots? Uh, so I can't kill it right now. Uh, you could if you followed suit. Like you, well, oh. I mean, you could you could kill it from afar too. There's nothing that's stopping you from throwing your axe at it. Uh, you have two axes in your hands, and so you mm-hmm. could throw them at this creature from afar. You could run up to it so that you would be able to continue to swing at it. But if you did that, you would be further away from your buddy the cleric so that he wouldn't lay on hands and be able to heal you further. But I would move with him. Or that could happen too, yeah. And all of this you guys can be talking about like right. within so, the real time here. So what if you, you want to chief if you well, it's your call, dude. Uh if you move, I'm gonna move with you so that when it's my turn I can heal you. Let's finish this thing. Let's go. <laughs> Let's dance. I like it. I like the Moxie. So you're gonna move right. up, Yotis, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So you you move up that also like the it, it all follows through then the the Gustav is moving up with you. Yep. What is Furka going to do? Um Furka is right in this thing's face. Uh-huh. Uh he is going to make a um But is he moving with it or is he hanging No, no, out? no, he's moving away from it. He's he's oh, okay. going to yeah. Okay. So so he moves and then Alois, are you going to hold your ground and take a ranged attack from your current vantage or do you want to move forward or what do you want to do? I'm going to I'm going to move up a little bit to uh-huh. just so as it keeps moving away I'm going to keep pace with it cuz okay. I don't want to get like as a I don't want it to be a long range shot. Right. Like be nice and easy. Yeah, so that's that's definitely easy to do. It's you're not gonna the cave here is close enough quarters that it's not gonna get too far away, and you're 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 able to do that. So you move forward like another ten feet, and at this point you're about thirty-ish feet away from this thing, and you can take a shot. Uh, we'll also say that Furka has fell back a little bit and he's like there with you. So the two ranged okay. fighters are side by side. Okay. So Sounds that, good. that gets us through movement. Now at this point, let's go ahead and do missile combat. Clearly the, the owl bears not, not throwing anything. He doesn't have <laughs> anything, but his, his monster mitts. Uh, so let's go ahead and do Alois and Furka's ranged attacks. So Alois, if you want to lead off with your, with your bow shot, Jeez, 19 plus okay. three. Okay. So you so you hit this thing assuredly. Go ahead and roll your damage. Five. Okay. So you you 
shunk, it just like lays into this thing, and you've done substantial damage. This thing is hurting. At this point, it's been stabbed in the ass, like bones broken in the ass. It has had a massive slice of the Christmas ham out of like its side. Uh, we've had... It's got a javelin hanging there. <laughs> it's got a javelin hanging out. This thing is hurting. And so at this point, you're turning it into a pincushion. Uh, it can only take so much. And, and at this point, it is looking rough. Uh, so so that was good. So is Furka going to roll yeah, damage gonna Yeah, he's going to throw a javelin. Okay. And this is number four of six. Okay. Uh, and he got a 15. Okay, he also hit, so go ahead and roll his damage. He got a 3. Okay, so that shunk hits it just a little bit more. This thing, this thing is just, it's, it's, at this point, it's barely standing. It's, it's clearly on its last legs, and it's trying to retreat. You, you have a wild animal on the run at this point. So that's... That's that as far as missile combat. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as laying on of hands, yep. if you want to go ahead and roll that. Here we go. That's six, uh, seven points back. To me? To you, sir. <laughs> to me? <laughs> to Yotas? And Yotas, at this point, it's all you, buddy. You've got double axes. Yep. You're, you're invigorated. Do your I work. Held hard. I swing it like finishing move. <laughs> uh, 15. Okay, nice. that hits. Go ahead and roll your second attack just to see if it hits also. Oh, crit on this one. No. Okay, <laughs> so your first one hits. Go ahead and roll damage. It is three plus two, five. That is sufficient enough to drop this fell albert. You yes. You bring one of your axes down right in the clavicle area and just, just split that thing down to its mid mid chest, and it drops. This thing is a is a monster hulking 1500 pound super predator that you just dropped. Uh, Who's the super predator now? <laughs> <laughs> nice. And in the, uh, in the background, since you guys have worked back up towards the entrance, you can still hear the rain that's coming down in sheets outside. Okay. So well here's done, a guys. Suggestion: Let's make a fire and eat some owlbear steak <laughs> at, the, at the cave entrance, so we can watch the rain. I, I like that idea. Um, I want to go in the owlbear's cave, little where we just fought it, and uh-huh. just look around. Okay, uh, there is part of a tasty treat in there. Okay. Uh, by that, a, what do you mean? A large knoll oh. that that has been gnawed upon. Oh. Uh, <laughs> It was like a Snickers bar. There is there is a half consumed knoll, oh. and it looks as if you disturbed this beast's slumber as he was in between meals. Uh, so it has the same nice javelins that you saw before. There's three of them, as well as a serviceable short sword that came from the keep. So three javelins in addition to the ones that Furka threw. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So Furka will get his javelins back. Can he recover all of them? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We'll say mm-hmm. we'll say uh, back to full. Yep. Plus three javelins. Yeah, those things are those things are tougher. I would take it than than arrows that could snap and. I would break. guess. Yeah. I would guess, and I would guess the tips are metal that you can you know pound flat and sharpen right. and use the shit out of them. Are and then there's there a, is a protected species. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're uh, Cites, uh protection on <laughs> the, the IUCN red list. <laughs> I would I imagine that they have a crop, right? Because they don't have teeth, so they have to swallow things whole. 
and they have a crop and a gizzard <laughs> and they can just grind it they have to swallow rocks yeah the the images like the old school like D images of the owlbear show it almost like with a jaggedy beak too though it's kind of it's kind of fierce yeah uh so that's what you there's not any riches or wealth here this is an animal's lair that you're in uh if you were to poke around a bit in the room you recover three gold pieces on the knoll that was there in the in the room that had been gnawed upon uh and and you don't see any other bits and pieces so three gold pieces and the three javelins uh and the short sword and that's that's basically it okay the the gear that the knoll is wearing is not necessarily serviceable for y'all okay is furka or any of us good or at least somewhat proficient at skinning uh i i'm I would hazard to guess that Ferk is probably the best at it, right? Because he's a shepherd. Oh yeah, he's he says I'm I'm well versed in in the dressing of of game. Uh, are you are you suggesting that we that we skin out this this fell beast? That's gonna take a while. Well, yeah, I mean, one we we could get the meat, but it it either the pelt will bring us a pretty penny back in town, or I was kind of serious when I said we all get new cloaks out of it. Yeah, okay. Like I want an Owlbear cloak. That'd be badass. And from a practical standpoint, I'm out of healing spells. <laughs> so just so we know, keep keep this in perspective. Uh, we used one healing potion, and I'm tapped out on healing spells, and all we fought was that Owlbear. So right. let's I, temp, oh. temper, temper everything with, with that in mind. I think you guys also, did you not talk with the trader? Like, you talked with the provisioner in town, and he made it clear as a, as a variety of side quests that were presented to the group that he would be interested in any uh, hides that you guys might be able to, to bring back. So this, this would fall into that. So I think that was presented as well as collection oh. of a variety of herbs, right? Right. For I, the I've creation the of spells. Thing. Yep. That's... F- yeah, I didn't remember about the pelt, but I okay. will take that. So let's go ahead and say that, because you guys talked with the armorer and the provisioners of all types, so you would have that you would have arrived at that information in your last visit. Okay. But maybe having an owlbear cloak of your own might be more <laughs> more to your liking. Uh, it depends on what they offer. If it's yeah. like five silver pieces, then, you know. So how are you going to reasonably uh, skin out... A fifteen hundred pound bear in the room here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to take a while. Okay, I mean, explain it to me, and if it's if it's believable enough, I mean, I'll 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 go for it, EGS, because it seems reasonable that like four dudes could could manipulate and move this animal around. It's just going to take some concerted effort. Yeah, I mean, roll it onto its side and skin it out like you'd skin anything else cut along the legs cut along the belly okay so so the idea is between the four of y'all you're able to like get some ropes wrapped around some legs and sort of manipulate it that's the bigger thing that i would see is actually rolling this thing around to to cut it out uh but as long as there's four of us trying to heave it haul we can move it okay so i'll dig it i mean is that what all of y'all are doing are you are you weathering the storm here skinning out a giant bear that seems to make sense and and this cave i mean we need to just mark it as the owlbear cave and you know we could always since it only takes a few hours to get back to town we could take this pelt back to town and sell it and 
and just uh, rest for a night. Yeah, and then get it's, some good sleep instead of sleeping in a cave. Exactly. Okay, so that's going to be a good amount of work, but we'll we'll go ahead and say that you guys can get that wrapped up by like mid-afternoon, because this was mid-morning by the time you got there, you right. got in. Uh, the storm, it passes about midway through your work, uh, and while it's hazy and overcast overhead, it doesn't seem to be threatening any more rain at the moment, so... Uh, a quick peek outside and it looks like your ponies are still there while you guys are going about your work. That's always good. Uh, yeah. So, so you've got, you've got this thing skinned out and you've got your ponies there. What are you doing at this point? I say we head back to town. I know yeah. that, I know that we are, we maybe could survive another encounter, but I'm out of healing. Yeah, no, I, we shouldn't push our luck. We're, we're cl- We've got daylight. I like sleeping in a bed. Um, I am going to say I'm going to take a couple whacks at the thick neck of this thing and take the skull back with me because maybe somebody will want that. And, you know, I think I think it's worthwhile since we've got this thing and it's a fresh kill. I don't know what owlbear meat is like. I don't know if it's a delicacy, but maybe we should carve out some steaks to take back if we can. Um, Let's see. So uh, and it's gallbladder (laughs) and it's gallbladder and it's liver. Um, oh yeah, can we? I mean, can we make a some kind of check to see if we know what parts are useful for that kind of stuff? Uh, I, I mean, you know, you know that it is useful in terms of its fur and its meat as a food resource. Furka says, at least to my knowledge, uh, there's not any magical uh, ointments or liniments that could be arrived at using the gallbladder or the liver of this critter. But if you have reason to think that it might be useful as a magical resource, then certainly let's take it. No tinctures or, or not that he's aware of, but he says, I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, someone that's dealt with potion making in the past. And I've not really dealt with, with the, the men of the cloth. Well, I have no idea. I was just, maybe one of us might know. Yeah, no. Uh, but I do want to take its claws. Yeah. Okay. So you can, I mean, you can do that like within reason, anything that you could load up, I'm going to say like on a single pony, you can get, you know, loaded up. So you could take a haunch of this thing, like a a couple, like a hundred pounds or so of meat. Right. So you could, you could take a quarter or something as long as it's boned out to the best of your ability. And you could certainly take bear steaks home for sure. Yeah. No shortage of knives and swords with, with, with which to debone a bear. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's do that. And then I say it's it stopped raining. It's mid afternoon. Sure, that's fine. Um, I think let's head back with sure. our bounty in tow. Cool. So you've got the 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 giant pelt of this owl bear. It's splayed out like. Uh, exposed slick side up you wrap a couple hundred pounds worth of meat in it folded inward like a christmas present so it's all wrapped up put it on top of the pony lash it down you've got that thing set up you might take the head of it as a trinket that in and of itself is pretty heavy but you can lash it onto the back of a saddle right that's another like 70 or 100 pounds worth of material and then you take the the claws or whatnot of the of the massive bear that damn near took your life. Yes, the you claws. Can, <laughs> you can do all of those things and be leaving. We're gonna say by mid afternoon. Uh, are you guys just make uh, booking it straight out of there? Yep, making tracks. Okay, so you uh, do not hear any other disturbances in the 
vicinity of the caves on your way out. It's pretty dang quiet. Uh, you get out to the main road. You don't encounter any resistance. You're Now that you're able to know where to look, you do see that hovel that's burned out that you passed previously on your way in. Uh, it's clearly marked in your minds as far as like where the road is in relation to the forest. You, could, you see it from afar now that you know what to look for. And you're able to get back to the keep, you know, with at least a little bit of time to spare before dark sets in and they close the doors. So I think that's a good, a good place to stop here for the night. Uh, and we can pick this up, you know, the next time around. And there'll likely be some celebrations at the end, I would expect, with, with lots of owl, owlbear steaks to go around. <laughs> Food's on us! <laughs> <laughs>